Hey everybody, this is uh, Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. How are you guys doing today? Today I thought I'd do a uh, YouTube video slash podcast on choosing a team mom for your youth sports team or football team. And uh, of course this is kind of uh, in youth sport and youth football, so it's going to be kind of tailored to that, but uh, really can be used for any sport on how to choose a team mom. So uh, so let's get right into it. I wrote an article a couple years back, and uh, we'll just go through uh, uh, this article here on how to choose a team mom. I think I wrote it back. This is my website over coachparker.org, and I'm just going to use this as notes. Over back in 2011, we'd had a couple of really good team moms, and I had some experiences with some bad ones, and I uh, just wanted to... Uh, Write an article to help some some folks out on uh, how to choose a how to choose a team mom. You know, uh, Coach Bear Bryant, uh, Hall of Fame college football coach, uh, talked about you know if you can win the mama, you can pretty much win the football player. So it's kind of the same in youth sports. I mean, a team mom can help you uh, win the team over the parents, uh, or really can kind of crater uh, your uh, your if they so choose. So. You need to be really careful on picking a team mom um, because they're really going to be, especially if you're not a good communicator, they're really going to be the communicator um, for you to the parents and vice versa. So it really helps to have a, have a good team mom. Uh, or, you know, could be a team dad, a uh, team parent kind of thing. You may call it a team manager or whatever you call it. But uh, here's some things that uh, you can you can have or try to do as, as, as picking and choosing a team mom and those, and those parent qualities that you want. I really suggest, if you have the opportunity to do this, is to choose a person you've known before the team or you, you just know. Uh, picking a total stranger uh, the first day uh, it's not really that great because you don't know who they are and what they can do and so forth. Uh, and I know it's it's sometimes you may have a lot of volunteers. What we've been getting, we're not getting very many volunteers lately. But if you do have a lot of volunteers and you don't know anybody on your team, I would wait a couple of weeks and get to know these folks and where their player is on your team before you name an official team mom. Uh that would be my recommendation for this because you really want to get to know these people since they're basically going to be on your staff and one of the biggest people to help you win over the parents. So be very careful on choosing them. This person really has to be outgoing and have great uh, people skills and social skills. They really, they really can't be an introvert. You want somebody always talking to the parents, uh, always happy always into doing things for the kids they they really need to be at practice but they they need to be a you know you're a really good cheerleader type of person for the team and that's not really an introverted person that's quiet that doesn't want to talk to people uh, that's personally my preference I'm a quieter person and um, and so uh, I could definitely talk in crowds but individually one-on-one -on -one, I'm not that good so I like to pick team moms that are very social and like to talk and, and, and are organized. And that's the other thing. You want a person that's very organized and really that can take the initiative 
where you can give them instructions and they, they can kind of go with it and they're organized and what they need to do. I know I've had a couple of team moms that have been very good, but they're, they don't really take the initiative or may not be as organized and really can't take direction very well. And so they're always asking more questions about what they should do. Uh, and that puts a lot of more work on yourself. But you, you can usually do it yourself if you're having to ask a ton of, you know, answer a ton of questions to the team mom. So you really want somebody that uh, is organized, that can take some initiative, uh, and they can get other people to help or do things. Uh, you really want somebody that over-communicates. I mean, this person really needs to be uh, a person that is not afraid of talking and communicating with the other parents and the coaching staff. Uh, like I said, it comes back to uh, excellent social skills. But, you know, in today's environment, you really need a team mom that understands how to use social networking, how to text, how to use email, Facebook. At the time, I used we were using Yahoo Groups. Twitter, you know, Instagram, uh, those type of things that uh, can basically help you Shutterfly, that uh, maybe Team Snap, that can at least get in and out of a computer easily. We had a team mom a couple of years ago that her computer was broke, so she could never get into things, or she had an old computer. So, you know, if you choose this person, they're going to be kind of your communication person. Uh, you know, everybody's using all of these tools now, and so this person needs to be up on all of these social networking tools to be able to get all the communication out. Because if you're just sending one channel of communication, you're probably not hitting everybody. We sit, we do Shutterfly, Facebook, Twitter, all, and we have them all feeding everything. And um, so make sure you get somebody that can do all that. Um, you want somebody that's capable of taking digital photos, storing those, and uploading those, or that can find somebody on the team that will do that, but they also need to be able to deal with that. We have video downloads from the, from the league on our videos. We have team pictures that come over from the league. So they need to know how to share those and get those and share those with the team on Facebook and Twitter and so forth. Uh, and, and they can't be afraid of email or texting. I mean, if they can't set up a group text to text 10 people or they can't, you know, do a 20-person email and they're having trouble with that, that's probably not the team mom you want because it's all about communication. I mean, I was telling my kid the other day because he wants to be a coach, uh, you know, organization planning and communication, the three big things to becoming a, a, a coach, uh, really any type of person, business person, manager, uh, you've got to have those. The team mom needs to be, like I said, she needs to have an initiative, but she also needs to be assertive with people, but not aggressive. Because there's a lot of parents that that like to use aggression, or you know, and try to get their way. And this person has to be a strong person individually, so other parents don't run over them. Because the football parents and sports parents have gotten to be very. Uh, they're very emotional sometimes and want to get their way for their child all the time. But your football is a team sport. It's not like tennis uh, where you're an individual. I mean, so they've got to go along with the team. You know, if 20 people are buying the socks and one parent is not buying the socks, you know, can they deal with that? Uh, you know, so those are the kind of issues that they've got to deal with. 
the team they need they need to be open to learning new things. I mean, I was working with the team parent ten years ago and was trying to help them set up a a website, the Shutterfly, and they just didn't want to do it and didn't understand it or whatever. Uh, just said they always did it this way. Well, you know, they're kind of even though they're a volunteer, they're kind of working for your you and your staff, and so. Yeah, they do things one way, but you know, you you have you're kind of the boss of the volunteer group, so make sure they're willing to do the things that you need them to do. And some of those might be new things, and they need to be willing to do those. Uh, look, you know, if your team mom is really good at social networking and talking, uh, they should be pretty good at fundraising. Like our big fundraiser has always been, we go to a restaurant. We get them to sponsor us. We turn in our tickets at the end of the season for like 5% off of our uh, non-alcoholic purchases for lunches because we have lunch there all the time. And so that works out really good. So they've got to be able to talk to those businesses if you're into fundraising or talk to the other parents about selling. If they're selling candies or whatever in your league. So they should know how to organize and get that stuff going or not be afraid to do that. You know, if you get, if you get a, a reference that they've been a good team mom before and they know what they're doing, and even though you may not know this person, then definitely uh, use those references there. That That's a big help because it's not all new. You're not having to teach them. Uh, we have a book in our league that was put together by a team mom several years ago that was based on this particular article. Uh, and she really expanded on that and put a lot of local vendors down and everything. So if your league has, like, you know, the how to be a team mom little manual locally, like how to get a T-shirt vendor, who are the good uh, businesses to go for sponsorships, uh, that would be good to get to her. Uh, look, your team mom must be basically the head coach's biggest fan. Uh, and cheerleader, and so you don't want somebody that uh, doesn't like you to be the team mom because she's not going to rationalize and talk to the other parents about maybe why you did this or or, or whatever. If she's not a fan, she's just going to say, oh, he's a terrible coach, doesn't know what he's doing, versus, you know, his assistant wasn't there today, so he was struggling with practice by himself or something. I, you know, so make sure she's a fan uh, or he's a fan, whoever the team parent or team team mom is uh look you want somebody like social i call them the party king or queen because i know a lot of them they like to they like to socialize and be you know have parties and stuff like that but they've got to pass a background check too so because all your staff will usually have to pass that so even though they may be really social and they like to party and have have parties you know definitely make sure that they can pass the background check Look, the other thing is, is they've got to be able to balance a checkbook because they're going to be taking monies in. I've dealt with a team mom before that could barely add up, uh, you know, the uh, candy money and uh, couldn't use Excel and get it all straightened out. And I had to basically go back through there, especially if you if you're a select team and you've got a budget and you've got checking accounts and stuff like that. Your team mom needs to be uh, one, pass a background check so she's not so or the team parent needs to do that. But they also need to be good with the checkbook so they don't overdraft or anything like that. Uh, look, you know, what's really good for a team mom or a team parent is they've worked as a manager before and, a, and a, or are a manager. 
because basically they're helping you manage these 50 kids and parents that are on your team deal with the team and they really need to have good problem solving skills too because they're not going to have it easy sometimes uh, so they, they need to be able to to be a good manager know how to deal with problems and problem people uh, look you know this part of again of the social effect uh, they've got to be fun a fun person and not an angry person uh, and you want somebody that has a calming effect on the parents that uh, really loves the kids too I mean we have gotten so lucky in choosing our team moms over the last probably five years and probably because we try to stick to this this right here and we've had a couple of hiccups but we we really choose team moms that are really into the kids and we know their kids and they they're type A personalities and they go over and above um, and uh, it's funny they, they seem to always try to outdo the last team mom we've had which is great so you 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 know it's not bad to have a competitive person who wants to overachieve in that position too that are you know bringing snacks all the time and don't seem to have an issue where they're too busy to to be, be able to have a pizza party here or an ice cream party or a snow cone party or bring cupcakes every now and then that goes a long way or can help you pick up stuff even though they're busy so you know I like my team but mom basically and it says here to, to attend every practice and game I mean they should be there and part of it if your team photographer didn't show up they need to jump in for that uh, you know if, if uh, you see in the picture that I put up right before that was our team mom on the right she jumped into practice uh, and was helping out with a tackling drill I mean she was one of the best team moms we've ever had just absolutely awesome and makes the best cupcakes by the way uh italian cream who uh, made those for uh, me at our team party and uh just absolutely fabulous so uh yeah so i know you want somebody that's at all the team events are really into it and really into the game and understand the game that really helps these these team parent mom qualities it's a big deal it just helps relax you as a coach and especially if she can help with the parents calming effect and communicating to all the parents and kind of take that over for you if you get somebody that can't take that over for you it really adds a little bit of strain to you now there are some things that I personally try to watch out for and I've kind of listed those in this other stuff but that that really will um, kind of make the season bad for you and the team mom uh, if, if the team mom is new to you or the team, sometimes that doesn't go very well um, because you may not, they, they may not know you or your personality type and three, two, two games into it, you, get, you guys may just not mesh at all. So uh, be really careful for that. If their child is not a starter on your team or especially if they're a minimum play player on your team and they don't play a lot. Some team parents really expect, because they're volunteering to you, that their child should play more. And that's not how that works. So be really careful of that. And that's the reason I try not to choose a team parent whose child is not a starter, because I've had a lot of issues when a team parent's child is not a starter. 
and they're not and they're new to sports uh, and competitive sports. So uh, be careful of that. Uh, a single parent also trying to do the team mom thing and they're already busy and having trouble getting to practice and doing things. Uh, that's kind of a problem uh, because uh, you really need the help. If they can't help you because they're too busy running around and they've got three kids and, you know, single parenting is tough. So just be careful of choosing a single parent unless, you know, they, they have a lot of free time and can get to practice and do that. Uh, a teen parent that's not skilled at fundraising uh, or socializing, that doesn't really work out. You really, especially if you're into a select team and need fundraising, uh, definitely get one. Uh, if you've got a teen mom or a teen parent or even one of your assistant coaches and they're traveling all the time, if they travel 80% of the time, and that's a good question to ask them, you know, how much work do you are you out of town? If they're out of town 80% of the time, they can't make every practice or event. That's no help to you. You're trying to get a person that can help you. So make try to look at that. Uh, and this is the biggest one for us, probably because I'm a tech geek already and use all of this stuff. But shoot, I was a tech geek, you know, in '95. But everybody. I mean, the web's come out, and everybody's doing everything now. I mean, my kids are going crazy. So a lot of these, so probably your guys' age now, because I'm 54, so probably everybody at 30, 25, 35 knows how to use all these tools now. So, you know, if you're getting a team on that doesn't know how to use email or text, group text from their phone, or it's not on Facebook and Twitter because they just don't want to be there, that's probably a reason to choose somebody else because you're really looking for somebody that knows how to communicate. And that's really what a team mom is, is your lead communicator for the team and cheerleaders. So, so those are my thoughts on choosing a team mom. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the video here. Uh, like I said, oh, there she is. There was our team mom from this past season who was awesome, and you can see her in the tackle drill. But, uh, yeah, those were my thoughts on choosing a team mom. This is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. If you if you like the video podcast, please give me a thumbs up. Uh, please share the video. Uh, what helps us out both on podcasts and YouTube, if you, uh, if you uh, subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. Uh, if you would also want to support my uh, support me a little bit uh, more you can always purchase my playbooks the power wing beast offense and 6-2 multi-8 defense over at coachparker.org you can find those playbooks there that have done great for me for the last 20 or so seasons uh, once again this is coach parker with uh, coachparker.org uh, thanks for coming by remember to play for fun and winning is funner ciao see you guys later <laughs>